जय प्रभु पदा जया प्रभु पदा जया प्रभु पदा शीला प्रभु पदा जय जय प्रभु 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 जय जय प्रभु जयत गुरुशील प्रभुपाद की जय जयम विष्णुपाद परम सपरिवाचिकाचार्य अष्टोत्तरशत श्री श्रीवैन गैसे श्री भक्तिवेदात स्वामी शील प्रभुपाद की जयम विष्णुपाद परम सपरिवाचिकाचार्य अष्टोत्तरशत श्री श्रीवैन गैस भक्ति सिद्धांत सरस्वती ठाकुर शील प्रभुपाद की अनंतकोटि वैष्णव वृंद की ग्रंद्राश्रीमद्भागवतम की निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे आल ग्लोरिस्ट असमूल All glories to assembled devotees. All glories to assembled devotees. All glories to Sri Guru Gauranga. All glories to Sri La Prabhupada ki. Yeah. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate. Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Naranjeva Narottamam Devim Sarasvatim Vyasam Tato Jema Udhiraya Hare Krishna We are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam Canto 7, Chapter 13, Verse number 24 Trishnaya Bhavavahinya Yogye Kame Apuryaya Karmani Karyamanoham Nana Yonishu Yojitaha Trushnaya Bhavavahinya Yogye Kame Apuryaya Karmani Karya Manoham Nana Yonishu Yojitaha Trushnaya Bhavavahinya Yogye Kame Apuryaya Karmani Karya Manoham Nana Yonishu Yojitaha Krishnaya Bhavavahinya Yogye Kame Apuryaya Karmani Karya Manoham Nana Yonishu Yojitaha Krishnaya Bhavavahinya Yogye Kame Apuryaya Karmani Karya Manu Nana Yonishu Yojita Krishnaya Bhavahanya Yogye Kame Rapuryaya Karmani Karya Manu Nana Yonishu Yojita Trushnaya Bhavavahinya Karmani Karyamanoham 
नानाषु योजि कृष्णया भववाहनीषु योजि तृष्णया because of material desires bhavavahinya under the sway of the material laws of nature yogye as it is befitting kamhe by material desires apujaya without end one after another karmani activities karyamanah constantly being compelled to perform aham i nanayonishu in various forms of life yojitah engaged in struggle for existence translation and purport by his divanga shila prabhupad shila prabhupad ki translation because of insatiable material desires i was being carried away by the waves of material nature's laws and thus i was engaging in different activities struggling for existence in various forms of life purport as long as a living entity wants to fulfill various types of material desire he must continuously change from one body to accept another shrila vishwanatha chakravarti takura explains that as a small piece of grass falls in a river and is tossed about with different types of wood and tree branches the living entity floats in the ocean of material existence and is bashed and tossed admissed emits material conditions this is called the struggle for existence one kind of fruitive activity causes the living being to take one form of body and because of actions performed in that body another body is created one must therefore stop these material activities and the chance to do so is given in the human form of life specifically our energy to act should be engaged in the service of the lord for then materialistic activities will automatically stop one must fulfill one's desires by surrendering unto the supreme lord for he knows how to fulfill them even though one may have material desires one should therefore engage in the devotional service of the lord that will purify one's struggle for existence akama sarva kamo va moksha kama udaradi tivrena bhakti yogena yajeta purusham param a person who has broader intelligence whether he be full of all material desires without any material desire or desiring liberation must by all means worship the supreme whole the personality of godhead bhagavatam second canto third chapter verse number 10 anyavilashita shunyam gnana karmadyanavritam anukulyena krishnanushilanam bhaktir uttama one should render transcendental loving service to the supreme lord krishna favorably and without desire for material profit or gain through fruitive activities or philosophical speculation that is called pure devotional service bhakti rasamrita sindhu 111 om ajnanati virandasya gnananjana shalakaya chakshun militam yena tasmay shri gurave namaha 
ಶ್ರೀಚೈತನ್ಯಮನೋಭೀಷ್ಟಂ ಸ್ಥಾಪಿತಂ ಯೇನ ಭೂತಲೆ ಸ್ವಯಂ ರೂಪಕಥಾ ಮಹ್ಯಂ ತದಾತಿ ಸ್ವಪದಾಂತಿಕಂ ವಂದೇಹಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರೋ ಶ್ರೀಯುತಾಪದಕಮಲಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರು ವೈಷ್ಣವಾಂಶ ಶ್ರೀರೂಪಂ ಸಾಗ್ರಜಾತ ಸಹಗನಾ ರಘುನಾಥಾನ್ವಿತೀವಂ ಸಾಧ್ವೈತ ಸಾವದೂತ ಪರಿಜನ ಸಹಿತ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯದೇವಂ ಶ್ರೀರಾಧಕೃಷ್ಣಪಾದನ್ ಸಹಗನಲಿತಾಶಾಖಾನ್ವಿತಾಂಶ ಹೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕರುಣಾ ಸಿಂಧೋ ದೀನಬಂಧೋ ಜಗತ್ಪತೆ ಗೋಪೇಶ ಗೋಪಿಕಾಕಾಂತ ರಾಧಾಕಾಂತ ನಮೋಸ್ತುತೆ ತಪ್ತಕಾಂಚನ ಗೌರಾಂಗೀ ರಾಧೇ ವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರಿ ವೃಷಭಾನುಸ್ತೆ ದೇವಿ ಪ್ರಣಮಿ ಹರಿಪ್ರಿಯೆ ವಾಂಚಕಲ್ಪತರೂಭ್ಯಶ್ಚ ಕೃಪಾಸಿಂಧೂಭ್ಯಚ ಪತೀತಾಂ ಪಾವನೆಭ್ಯೋ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭುನಿತ್ಯನಂದ ಶ್ರೀ ಅದ್ವೈತಗದಾಧರ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸಾದಿಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಪ್ರಹ್ಲಾದ್ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಕಂಪ್ಲೀಟೆಡ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಕ್ವಶನ್ಸ್ ಟು ದ ಸೈಂಟ್ಲಿ ಬ್ರಾಹ್ಮಣ ಹೂ ವಾಸ್ ಲೈಂಗ್ ಡೌನ್ ಆಸ್ ಎ ಪೈತನ್ ಸೊ ಈಸ್ ಎ ಫೇಮಸ್ ಪೈತನ್ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ಹೀಸ್ ಡೂಯಿಂಗ್ ಅಜಾಗರ್ ಆಫ್ ವೃತ್ತಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ನಾವು ಹೀಸ್ ಆನ್ಸರಿಂಗ್ ದೋಸ್ ಕ್ವಶನ್ಸ್ ಸೊ ವಾಟ್ ಎವರ್ ಪ್ರಹ್ಲಾದ್ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಆಸ್ here the brahmana is replying in the previous verse he mentioned pralad maharaj you are such a elevated person you know already you know already but as an ethic word you ask questions so it's my duty to reply you now similarly many people ask us question you know at the workplace or family or friends among them they are similarly you know you are not doing things like us you are not going to any pub you are not going to any night clubs or you are not going any race uh, course or tab or somewhere you are as if you they for them it's it's like as if you are uh, like uh, ajagar same like uh, the saintly brahmana you are not doing anything like what we all struggle to get enjoyment what is your answer what do you say do the people ask you you are not doing like us do they ask you at school you are not playing like me or you are not eating like us see so for many people engagement in krishna consciousness activities they think it's idol you are not doing anything but when we engage in krishna consciousness so the activities for them looks although idol not any use at the moment just they feel oh it's just a time waste now i remember one of my friends was telling you go to temple you chant 16 rounds that you spend 2 hours and going to temple and doing service another 1 hour or 2 hour weekly you are just wasting your time instead if you work more hourly you will get this this much yearly you are wasting this much amount so he was telling for them is is just a waste of time but they don't understand what is the ultimate purpose in doing the activities what we are doing isn't it so that's why in this verse when the saintly brahmana started answering he is telling in the first line itself trishnaya bhava vahinya trishnaya trishnaya out of material desires i am bhava vahinya so i tossed in the material miseries life after life one life after another life so it's like a repetition birth death old age disease birth death old age disease one after one one after one and stray, same thing struggle for existence in any form of the life 
doesn't matter human or animal or whatever it is, birth, death, old age and disease, they repeat. And living entity feels whichever form they are in as if that's a permanent thing. But normal common men, they don't understand this. So that's why in the Bhagavad Gita 13th chapter, Lord explains what is the characteristics of actual education. What are the characteristics of a person who has knowledge? In the 13th chapter, Krishna very nicely gives so many characteristics. One of them, he says, Janma Mrityu Jaravyadi Dukkha Doshanu Darshanam. If one able to pursue the miseries of birth, death, old age and disease, then he is considered to be a person in knowledge. Not just going to university or finishing PhD one after one other. That's not actual knowledge. Real knowledge is to pursue birth, death, old age and disease. The misery is caused by those four things. So that's why Krishna consciousness is swimming against the upstream. You know, many times we go for swimming. Have you ever swimmed in river? Ganges? No? no at, the, at the beginning of the Ganges, where it come from? Gangotri. So, just below the hills, um, I never been there, but I have seen videos. Um, Arjun Saka Prabhu showed me. It's only very shallow, very shallow there, but the speed of Ganges is so much, you just step in there, it can sweep you away. So that must be. But in the same Ganges water, you see small, small fish. They swim upstream, not the downstream. Whereas we, with so much energy, if you go there, even by stepping there, no need to swim, it will push you away. But the same small fish, which took the shelter of the Ganges, can swim other way. So similarly, in this material world, it's very difficult to go against that's why in the Bhagavad Gita also Krishna tells, Manushya nam sahasreshu kaschit yatati siddhaya. Among, you know the verse? Tell. Chant. That's okay. So Krishna says, Manushya nam sahasreshu. Among thousands and thousands of men, somebody may try to understand about the spiritual nature of the self and try to understand who is the Supreme Lord. And yatatam api siddhanam. So although thousands and millions of people try to understand, among them only one person try to know him tattvataha, try to know Krishna as he is. So that's why it's uh, one in a million. Now being a devotee is not just an ordinary thing, it's being one in a million. It's so very rare if somebody becoming a devotee is very rare. That's what Krishna himself is telling. So, but to continue our activities is like a swimming upstream. It's, it's like a, when you come on the Westgate Bridge, you know, one-way line, all the cars are going outbound. And you're trying to go in the one-way line. Of course, here we cannot go. But in India, anything is possible. You know, one-way line, you try to come. So how difficult it is. Thousands of cars, thousands of people are going this way. And you alone want to swim other way. Or you come other way. So difficult, right? Have you tried at the Southern Cross Station or in front of uh, Flinders Street signals? You know, morning time, so many people come from Southern Cross Station to the city. And you are one person trying to cross the signal going towards Southern Cross. How difficult it is to, you know, you bombard with so many people, right? So similarly, devotee life is like that. You have to bombard with so many people you know, who are just tossed away in the Bhava Pravaha. 
But you, devotee, is the only one who is trying to not to go with the flow, but they want to come out of that flow. They want to cross that bhava pravaha. So it's very difficult. So that's why to become a devotee, of course, we need mercy, we need sukriti, pious credit. Along with that, we also need courage. So that's why in the nectar of instructions, Rupa Goswami tells, Utsahat nischayat, nischayat, that determination is required, courage is required to continue our activities of Krishna consciousness. Otherwise, it's not so easy. And this coming to Krishna consciousness, although it's very difficult, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy, it made it very clear and very easy. Very easy. How? Just by chanting the holy names. That's why in, in the 11th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam it is mentioned, Krishna Varnam Tvishakrishnam Sangopangastra Pashadam Ignay Sankirtana Praya Ejantihi Sumedasha. Sumedasha, only intelligent persons can understand the chanting holy names. Otherwise, it's so difficult. You know, chanting, many people think, oh, chanting is, it looks very simple. Whereas the Vedic rituals, so elaborate. Vedic rituals are very elaborate. You know, there are so many samskaras are there right from the you know, birth, even before birth to the death and after death also. Pindadana samskaras are there and before that Garbhadana samskara. From Garbhadana samskara to the Pindadana samskara, there are so many samskaras. But and Shastra says, Srimad Bhagavatam says, you need not to perform all this, just perform chanting. And people wonder, how is it, you know? It takes so much effort to perform all these rituals and here it is mentioned only just by chanting, everything is achieved. But only intelligence persons can understand and put faith on the names of the holy names and they put faith on the instructions of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the Guru Parampara. Otherwise, what happens? We are trying to chant and somebody will come, Oh, no, you didn't perform this activity for your children. You didn't perform that samskara for your departed relatives. How? And if any calamity happens in the house or any inauspicious thing happened, immediately they say, because you didn't perform these rituals, that's where this happened. So it's like a going upstream, but they cannot understand the potency of holy name. So they, they try to think just by performing some punya kar karya, so you can attain all the results, but that is not. So that's why here in the purport, Srila Prabhupada says, one must therefore stop the material activities and the chance to do so is given in the human form of life. And before that he was telling, one kind of activity, fruitive activity causes the living being to take one form of body and because of actions performed in that body, another body is created. So this is the samsara chakra. So in the Eighth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, when Arjuna asks multiple questions in the beginning of chapter, one of the questions Arjuna asks, what is karma? Kim karmeti? He asks, what is karma means? Action? But Krishna gives very definite answer. So he tells, karma means the action which produces another material body. So, karma means the activity that produces another material body. That is called karma. So, that's why in karma there are two things. One is sukarma, that many people know. Sukarma means you're doing punya, you will get 
positive result. And you engage in the papa, that is vikarma, you get opposite result. So as long as if we have either punya or papa in our karma account, a living entity has to take birth certainly. Because anything, it doesn't matter whether you want to enjoy positive result or the negative result. Suffering or enjoyment. One has to have a body. So without that one cannot get that punya or papa results. So that's why one has to take the birth. But just normal rituals, they increase punya. So again you have to take birth. It may be in the human form of life or maybe in the heavenly planets. Good to take birth in the human form of life so that very short period and highest result, very hundred year span you can achieve. But whereas if you miss and gone to Swargaloka or the higher planetary systems, there the duration is very long, you just waste the time in the enjoyment. If you go down to the Bilvasvargas, in the fifth canto, Srimad Bhagavatam explains, Bilvasvarga, although they make imitation to the actual Swarga with the jewels and so many things, because in the Bilvasvarga, lower planetary systems, there is no sunlight, like in the Crown Casino, there is no sunlight, it's just like, but it's the hell, but with the, all the facilities to enjoy, person thinks it's a heaven. So we don't want neither go to the heavenly planets, waste of time, nor to the Bilvasvarga, lowest planet. Both the places is just a waste of time. So only useful time in the human form of life, because only in the human form of life, one gets an opportunity to render devotional service without any difficulty. Only difficulty is ignorance. So, we want to come out of this karma cycle. And what is the way? We have sukarma, we have vikarma. One is positive and the other one is negative. To balance it, we need a neutral agent, that is bhakti. Bhakti is called this way, akarma, which is no reaction to it. Bhakti is akarma. In the beginning stage, we perform bhakti for that purpose. We want to, you know, nullify all the results. So that's why Srimad Bhagavatam in this purport, Srila Prabhupada also telling, okay, you have so many desires, no problem. Akama or sarvakama, you have all the desires. Akama, sarvakama wa mokshakama. Even you have the highest material desire, which is getting liberation. Even the getting liberation itself, for a normal transcendentalist, yogis and jnanis, moksha kama is considered the highest, oh, you trying to get liberation. But for a devotee, it is a material desire. So, although you have those three, akama, sarvakama, moksha kama, we have these three, don't worry. Tivrena bhakti yogena ejeta purusham param. So you still come to Krishna and render pure devotional service. Ejeta purusham param. So somehow or other, that's why Rupa Goswami says, doesn't matter, whatever. Yena tena prakarena mana Krishna nivesh. So somehow or other, we have to engage in the service of the Lord. So then, when we engage in devotional service, that nullifies all the results. So only then one can stop that bhava vahinya. In the last line also, um, he mentions that nana yonishu yojitaha. Now we, every, every now and then we take different material bodies, nana yonishu yojitaha. So one lifetime, we may be in the human form of life and who knows which yoni we got birth? It, we don't know. So that's why it, um, it is mentioned. You know, every life we get mata and pita. In every life, every form of life, we get mother and father. 
but nobody gets Guru and Krishna. So that only in the human form of life, if somebody got opportunity to get association of devotees and especially got initiation, got Guru and Krishna. So he, that is considered very, very rare. Otherwise, just getting mother and father, every life and form we get. And only when the living entity attached to Krishna, all his activities will get fruitified. So that's why in this, um, in the in the purport, Srila Prabhupada writes, so one must fulfill one's desires by surrendering unto the Supreme Lord, for he knows how to fulfill them. Now everybody wants to fulfill the desires. It doesn't matter which form of life or whoever it may be. One may be devotee or non-devotee. We all want to fulfill our desires. The best way is to fulfill our desires by connecting to Krishna, not by disconnection. It's like, um, you know, now is, is the time for pruning. You know, many roads, they, men they mentioned, okay, this street, we are pruning, uh, pruning trees. So when they are pruning trees, they cut the branches, right? So when the branch is cut off from the hole, from the tree, that small branch, if you leave it for some time, you water every day, you know, same oxygen is there, carbon dioxide is there, same sun is there. But after some time, that branch will dry, isn't it? Why? Because the branch detached from the hole, from the tree. But whereas the same branch, if it is attached to the tree, it can bear whatever the weather extreme. It may be too cold or too hot or too sunny and it will grow nicely and after a certain time it will grow the it will give the fruits and flowers also so similarly all our desires when we attach to krishna so as as mentioned previously akama sarva kamava so whether no desires or full of desires or moksha kama so when it is attached to krishna and trying to fulfill that that gives benefit by detachment and trying to fulfill the desires, that will not give any beneficial result, only pain. What is that pain? Bhava Pravaha. Again and again, one has to go through different yoni. Nana Yonishu Yojitaha. So one life after another life, one has to transmigrate. So that's why Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Smirsi, we got the opportunity to chant the holy names. That's the safest way. And that's the only way. Safest and the only way. Why? Because every yuga has a particular process and the Kali Yuga, the process is, what is that? Harir Nama, Harir Nama, Harir Namaiva Kevalam, Kalo Nasteva, Nasteva, Nasteva Gatiranyata. No anyata, there is no alternative to that. So people may try to perform so many different yajnas and yagas and ritualistic ceremony. Nothing is going to give any benefit other than chanting the holy names. So that we have to firmly fix in our day-to-day -day activity. So only then we can come out of the bhava pravaha. So otherwise there is no way. And that's why people get surprised, you know, so many in the, in the Vedic literature in the beginning, so many instructions were there. At the end, chanting. Even in Chaitanya Charita Amruta, we, we hear a pastime um, in the Antelila, where um, Antelila chapter number three, Glories of Srila Haridas Thakur. So that comes after Haridas Thakur, 
uh, was doing his bhajan, chanting 300,000 holy names every day. So the um, one person, what's his name? He got very envious of Haridas Thakur and he sent a prostitute. So after that pastime comes Chet, uh, Haridas Thakur left that place and he went to another village where uh, Hiranya Majumdar to their place. Actually, I will read. It's in the Hmm. Srila Haridas Thakur, he, he went to the residence, at the residence of Hiranya and Govardhana Majumdar. Discourses took place by which Haridas Thakur was glorified. O devotees, please listen to that wonderful story. This is um, Chaitanya Charitamruta, Antyalila, chapter number 3, from verse number 172. This narration from there. So one day, Balaram Acharya requested Haridas Thakur with great humility to come to the assembly of the Mashundaras, Hiranya and Govardhana. Thus, Balaram Acharya went there with Haridas Thakur. Seeing Haridas Thakur, the two brothers immediately stood up and fell at his lotus feet. Then with great respect, they offered him a place to sit. In that assembly were many learned scholars, brahmanas and respectful gentlemen. The two brothers, Hiranya and Govardhana, were also greatly learned. Everyone there began to speak of Haridas Thakur's great qualities, as if they had five mouths. Hearing this, both brothers were extremely happy. It was mentioned in the assembly that Haridas Thakur chanted the holy names of Krishna 300,000 300, times a day. Thus, all the learned scholars began to discuss the glories of the holy name. Some of them said, by chanting the holy names of the Lord, one is freed from the reactions of all sinful life. Others said, simply by chanting the holy names of the Lord, a living being is liberated from material bondage. Haridas Thakura protested, you know, it, is, it looks correct, right? By chanting the holy names of the Lord, one is freed from the reactions of all sinful life. Is it the correct statement or wrong statement? It's a correct statement. One will be removed of all the sinful reactions. That's correct. And simply by chanting the holy names of the Lord, a living being is liberated from material bondage. That is also true. But Haridas Thakur protested. He said, these two benedictions are not the true result of chanting the holy name. Actually, by chanting the holy name without offences, one awakens his ecstatic love for the lotus feet of Krishna. So, our ultimate aim should be awakening our love for the lotus feet of Krishna. Not just, you know, get rid of the sinful reactions or not just to come out of the material suffering. So, those Haridas Thakur says, so when a person is actually advanced and takes pleasure in chanting the holy name of the Lord, who is very, very dear to him, he is agitated and loudly chants the holy name. He also loves Christ, becomes agitated and chants just like a mundane, sorry, madman, not caring for outsiders. Liberation and extinction of the reactions of sinful life are two concomitant by-products of chanting the holy name of the Lord. An example is found in the glimpse of morning sunlight. As the sun rising 
as the rising sun immediately dissipates all the world's darkness which is deep like an ocean so the holy name of the lord if chanted once without offenses dissipates all the reactions of a living beings sinful life all glories to the holy name of lord which is auspicious for the entire world after reciting this verse haridas thakur said o learned scholars please explain the meaning of this verse but the audience requested haridas thakur it is better for you to explain the meaning of this important verse haridas thakur said as the sun began to rise even before it is visible it dissipates the darkness of night with the first glimpse of sunlight fear of thieves ghosts demons immediately disappears and when the sun is actually visible everything is manifest and everyone begins performing his religious activities and regulative duties similarly the first hint that offenseless chanting of the holy names of the lord has awakened dissipates the reactions of sinful life immediately and when one chants the holy name offenselessly one awakens to service in the ecstatic love at the lotus feet of krishna liberation is the insignificant result derived from a glimpse of awakening of offenseless chanting of the holy name and who is the example ajamil ajamil himself is example he was so sinful but he chanted just a namabas glimpse of the holy name all the sinful reactions done so here haridas thakur giving that example while dying ajamila chanted the holy name of the lord intending to call his son narayan nevertheless he attained the spiritual world what then to speak of those who chant the holy name with faith and reverence liberation which is unacceptable for a pure devotee is always offered by krishna without difficulty kapil dev says so i offer my devotees sarupya salokya saristi samipya but my devotee says no 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 we don't want any liberation we just want to serve you at the house of hiranya and gordana majundara a person named gopala chakravarti was officially the chief tax collector this gopal chakravarti lived in bengal his duty as chief tax collector was to collect 1200000 coins to deposit in the treasury of the emperor he had handsome bodily features and he was learned and youthful but he could not tolerate the statements that simply by glimpsing the awakening of the lord's holy name one can attain liberation this young man gopal chakravarti became very angry upon hearing the statements of haridas thakur he immediately criticized him oh assembly of learned scholars he said just hear the conclusion of the emotional devotee you know many people think oh this hari krishna siskan people are just emotional they don't do anything no puja no punaskara no mantra they just chant the name same gopal chakravarti is telling the same thing see this emotional devotee haridas thakur after many millions upon millions of births when one is complete in absolute knowledge one still may not attain liberation at this man is saying that one may attain it simply by the awakening of a glimpse of the holy name haridas thakur said why are you doubtful the revealed scripture says that one can attain liberation simply by a glimpse of offenseless chanting of the holy name for a devotee who enjoys the transcendental bliss of devotional service liberation is most insignificant therefore pure devotees never desire to achieve liberation my dear lord this is a quotation uh, from hari bhakti shodaya here it says my dear lord o master of the universe since i have directly seen you my transcendental bliss has taken the shape of a great ocean 
being situated in that ocean, I now realize all other so-called happiness, including even Brahmananda, to be like the water containing in the hoof sprint of a cough. Then Gopal Chakravarti said, If one is not liberated by Namabas, then you may be certain that I shall cut off your nose. He challenged in the assembly. If that is not the truth, I'll cut off your nose. Then Haridas Thakur accepted the challenge offered by Gopal Chakravarti. If by Namabas liberation is not available, he said, certainly I shall cut off my nose. All the members of assembly who had heard the challenge were greatly agitated and they got up making a tumultuous sound. Hiranya and Govardhana Majumdar both immediately chastised the Brahmana tax collector. The priest named Balarama Acharya also chastised Gopal Chakravarti. You are a foolish logician, he said. What do you know about the devotional service to the Lord? You have insulted Haridas Thakura, thus there will be a dangerous position for you. You should not expect anything auspicious. Then Haridas Thakura got up to leave and the Majumdhara, the masters of Gopal Chakravarti, immediately kicked him out and dismissed him from their service. With all the members of assembly, the two Majamdaras fell at the lotus feet of Haridas Thakur. Haridas Thakur was smiling, however, and he spoke in a sweet voice. None of you are at fault, he said. Indeed, even this ignorant so-called Brahmana is not at fault, for he is accustomed to dry speculation and logic. One cannot understand the glories of holy name simply by logic and argument. Therefore, this man cannot possibly understand the glories of the holy name. So, chanting the holy names, the result is beyond the logic and argument. One cannot understand how the purification is happening. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself is said, No Chaito Darpana Marjanam Bhava Maha Davagni Nirvapanam. So one cannot understand how it is going, but we can see the result at the end. Every one of us is the result of the chanting of holy names in a different degree. All of you may now go to your homes. May Lord Krishna bestow his blessings upon you all. Do not be sorry because of my being insulted. Then Hiranyadas Majumdara returned to his home and ordered that Gopal Chakravarti not to admitted therein. Within three days, that Brahmana was attacked by leprosy and as a result, his highly raised nose melted away and fell off. See? His nose got cut off, fell off. So this great pastime of Haridas Thakur is the example. And while we engaged in the chanting the holy names, so that's why in the purport also Srila Prabhupada immediately mentioned. So first he quoted the verse, Akama Sarvakama Va Moksha Kama Udhariti. If you have desires or no desires, even you want liberation, don't worry, you go to the Supreme Lord. Ejata Purusham Param. But immediately he said, he, he gives next verse, what should be a sadhaka's mood. Initially, we may go with all the desires or no desires, but as we progress, we should develop anyabilashita sunyam, jnana karmadi anavrutam. So, we should develop, one should render transcendental loving service to the Lord Krishna favorably and without desire for material profit. So, we should slowly develop that. Now, you remember. Um, last retreat Burjan Prabhu conducted, he, he was, um, he discussed three verses. First verse is this one, Akama Sarvakamava, Moksha Kama Udharati. And next verse, anyone remembers? From Brahma's prayers, Tathenukampa Susamiksamanina Bunjina Evatma Kutam Vipakam. So any calamity is coming in our life. So that verse says, 
just tolerate them. Su samikshamanina. Knowing that krutam vipakam, all the results are coming from krutam vipakam, my previous activities. They are just coming to fructify. Not many times people ask, oh, if the results are coming, then how the devotional service is working? That's why Brahma himself tells in the Brahma Samhita, karmani nidhachi kintucha bhakti bhajam. So by rendering devotional service, we may be done something wrong in the past lives that our hand may be to be chopped off, but that will be minimized to cut only the finger. So karma, we are getting reduced karma. So that's the beauty of devotional service. Yes, as long as this result of our previous karma is there, this body, so all the reactions will come, they fructify at some point of time. But because we engaged in devotional service, whatever the reactionary activities which are in the seedling stage, in the seed, bijam, so they don't get sprouted. But this praraddha karma, this body is there, so we have to go through it. So at the end, the result is Antya Narayana Smriti. You, you will be remembered the Lord and gone back. So Brahmaji is saying, one has to tolerate Krutam Vipakam. When one tolerates all the Krutam Vipakam, whatever the results are coming, tolerate them. And the, at the end of life, you will become the rightful heir to attain Mukti Pade. Of course, we don't want Mukti Pada. The real Mukti is engaging in the service of the Lord. That's why in the Srimad Bhagavatam it says, what is real Mukti means Mukti Hitva Anyata Rupan Swarupena Avastita. So engaging in the devotional service is the real Mukti. And then the third verse, Burjan Prabhu mentioned from the 11th canto, where the Bhikshu Gita. So the, the Brahmana Bhikshu, he says, um, what is the verse? Anyone remembers? Esham saasthaya paratmanistam abhyasitam purva tamayar maharshivi aham tarisyami durantaparo tamamukundangri something, I forgot. Kaliyuga memory. He says, Esham saasthaya paratmanistam so I will, Paratmanista, I will firmly situate in worshipping the Supreme Lord by following Abhyasitam Purva Tamayar Maharshibi. I follow the footsteps of the previous predecessors. I follow their footsteps, I firmly fix in my devotional service. And Ahantarishyami. So by following the footsteps of previous Acharyas and rendering devotional service, Ahantarishyami. I definitely shall cross. I shall pass, cross the Durantapara. So it's very difficult to cross, but I will cross it just by following the instructions of previous Acharyas. So that's why devotees, for devotee, as we progress, as we go deeper in Krishna consciousness, all the obstacles will become a stepping stone to go closer to Krishna. So real thing is bhakti. We want to ask for that bhakti. That's why in the Chaitanya Charitamrita Sikshastaka, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Praise this. Nadanam, Najanam, Nasundarim, Kavitamva, Jagadisha Kamaya, Mamajanmani, Janmani Shure, Bhavatad, Bhaktir, Ahaitukitvai. Even in the prayers of King Kulashekara, he offers such a beautiful prayer. Um, what he says? Mukunda, Mukunda Mudna, huh. Yeah, bhave bhave means to bhavat prasada, by your mercy, mukunda mudna parihartya aharte. So I am placing my head at your lotus feet, I am begging, arte. So I am begging. What I am begging? 
not Dhanandehi Rupandehi Rupavati Bharyadehi. I am begging, no? In whatever life I may be, Bhave Bhave, so in wherever I go, I want Avismruta Stvach. Avismruta, I don't want to forget. Please give me remembrance. Avismruta Stvach Charanara Vinde. Please give me remembrance of your lotus feet. So that we want to ask. So that's the success. Okay, I'll stop here. If you have any questions, corrections, please feel free to correct and ask questions. Krishna Prabhuji, thank you Hare for the Krishna. next class. Prabhu, you mentioned that in Vikarma and Sukarma, we get pious credits and sinful credits. But that doesn't equal, uh, um, apply to Bhakti. And through Vikarma and Sukarma, we go according to hell or heaven, but that does not apply to Bhakti. So Prabhu, in Bhakti, if we commit offenses, do those offenses come in our pious activities and sinful activities, or does, are we free from those offenses? Okay, if I understood your question correctly, so pious activity and impious activities, we go up and down. But while performing bhakti, when we commit offences, does it come under sukarma or vikarma? Is that your question? Or are we free from the offences that we commit in bhakti? When we commit offences while performing bhakti, so they so, in Sanskrit, offenses are called what? What is the Sanskrit term? Aparada. So, aparada means we lose the taste to perform bhakti. So, offenses, the result of offenses is that we lose taste to perform bhakti. So, they don't produce the negative or positive result. Of course, if you kill somebody, some devotee or somebody or you hurt them physically, of course, that is offense plus impious activity, both you will get. But the first and foremost thing is one will lose taste to render devotional service. Who is the example? Any example comes in your mind? I was thinking Shaubari Muni. I was thinking Shaubari Muni. He committed offense to Garuda. So for that, he lost taste. Of course, we cannot say he lost taste, but he deviated from his goal. He diverted. So those kind of things will happen. Thank you, Prabhupada. But whereas, not the offense, but while performing bhakti, if one deviates in bhakti and trying to go punya and papa, that category, we have another examples. Any example comes in your mind? Bharat Maharaj, he deviated. He was on the path of bhakti, but he tried to do some welfare activity to the deer. So, he deviated and took birth as a deer, but he remembered what mistake he did and he got an opportunity and he rectified and perfected. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Any other question or comments? Okay, we'll stop here. Grandra Srimad Bhagavatam ki Srila Prabhupada ki Jai. Hare Krishna.
Free. 